Well, Laker fam, the Lakers' fate has been decided. They are going to be taking on the Golden State Warriors in round two, the Western Conference semifinals. How can they stop Steph Curry and get this win? We're going to break it all down here tonight. Let's get right into it. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, uh, pretty big news. Obviously, the other day it was decided that the Lakers are going to be taking on the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference semifinals after they defeated the uh, Sacramento Kings. Dad, how are you uh, feeling about this matchup? It feels like LeBron and Steph just are always meeting each other in the playoffs. And I'm very excited about it. I'm going to be honest. Of course, I hope that Sacramento had held home court advantage and won that game uh, on Sunday, but I kind of figured they weren't. I figured the Golden State's experience was going to pull them through, and it did. But now, Hannah, we've got a challenge in front of us. Uh, The Warriors are the defending champions. They are the favorites in this series. I think they deserve to be the favorites. But that doesn't mean the purple and gold can't pull it out. I think they can. Yeah, you know, during the regular season, if it means anything, uh, the Lakers were actually 30-1 and against the Warriors. So they did have their number during the regular season. But, of course, the playoffs are, you know, an entirely, entirely new kind of ball game. And the biggest question is going to be, how can we stop Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors offense? Because obviously this is going to kind of be a battle of one of the best offenses in the league versus one of the best defensive um, in the league in the uh, the Lakers. Obviously the Lakers being a much better defensive team, but the Warriors uh, being the, the better offensive team. So, Dad, I think it's really uh, going to come down to how can we, if we even can, you know, stop Steph. Yeah, Hannah, uh, Steph Curry had a historic performance in the Golden State uh, closeout game yesterday against the um, the Sacramento Kings. I mean, 50 points, just an unbelievable performance because nobody else on their team, other than their center, who played pretty well, got a lot of offensive rebounds. Nobody else played all that well. Nobody else shot all that well. But Steph really just really put them on his back and carried them through. But We have to take a step back. Of course, stopping Steph Curry is the number one priority if you're going to beat the Golden State Warriors, and that's easier said than done. But the truth is, it's not impossible, Hannah. He did not shoot well every game during that series. There were some times he didn't shoot well, and he didn't shoot well uh, against the Lakers during the regular season. So there is a way to stop him. you got to have a little bit of luck, of course, and of course, he's just a fantastic player, but... You know, I think we're going to start with Jared Vanderbilt on him, and I think Dennis Schroeder's going to spend time on him, and, you know, we're going to see what happens. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, uh, who do you think is going to have the task of guarding Steph? I think it's most likely going to be Jared Vanderbilt, uh, but Dennis Schroeder as well. I think Vanderbilt, when you look at his his size and his athleticism, is a good matchup for Steph. And then when you look at Dennis Schroeder and his quickness, obviously Steph is, you know, one of the fastest guys on the court. And uh, one of the biggest things for him is that he's so lethal at not only getting to the rim, but also in transition and and pulling up and knocking down those three. So it's going to be interesting to uh, to see, but I think it's definitely going to be between uh, Jared Vanderbilt and, of course, uh, Dennis Schroeder guarding Steph. But at the end of the day, uh, this Warriors team is, they're a great three-point shooting team in general, just a great offensive team. So it's really going to take the entire Lakers squad to come together collectively. And I think a big part of that uh, hangs on the the head of uh, Anthony Davis. Yeah, well, there's no question that Anthony Davis is is got to be the leader uh, of the team in this series. 
Um, you know, uh, he should be able to be dominant in these games. It's not that, that the big guys on Golden State aren't good, but they're not Anthony Davis-like. Uh, but they can get rebounds. If you're not careful, you know, they can sneak in there and get offensive rebounds. And that's going to be a key to the to the series as well. we got to keep them off the boards. we got to keep them from getting multiple opportunities. The last thing in the world you need is giving, you know, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry and Jordan Poole extra shots. Absolutely. You know, and obviously uh, Kevin Looney is very good at grabbing those offensive boards as well. So AD is going to have to really uh, come in and lock down defensively. But, you know, he... Really, I mean, Anthony Davis, five blocks in, in their win over the Memphis Grizzlies in that last one. Uh, he even had seven blocks in one of those games. I mean, he has really been holding it down uh, defensively. And when AD is locked in on the defensive end, I truly believe he is just absolutely, you know, unstoppable. One of the best defensive players, if not the best defensive player in the entire NBA right now. And obviously, uh, if he's locked in defensively, getting anything in the paint is going to be very difficult. So it's really going to have to come down to guarding uh, the, the three-point shot, which, of course, the Warriors are very good at, at making. Yeah, again, Hannah, I think the two biggest factors for the Lakers are, number one, they've got to slow down Steph Curry. They can't let him go off like he went off against Sacramento on Sunday. So that's number one, and I think that's primarily going to fall to Jared Vanderbilt and Dennis Schroeder. Then the second thing, as you said, Kevon Looney is is been just dynamic on the offensive boards uh, for Golden State. He had 21 rebounds in the game yesterday. That can't happen. We cannot give them multiple opportunities, uh, you know, in, in one transition to, to score because you give these guys two chances, they're going to they're gonna make you pay. So I think those are the two biggest factors. I think the third biggest factor might be D'Lo. He might be the X factor. Yeah, you know, obviously D'Angelo Russell, like we saw it in the Lakers' last win against the Memphis Grizzlies, is capable of just getting absolutely scorching hot. And he's kind of the one player that I agree with you, Dad, could be that X factor for us because when he's hot, he can keep up with the shooting of Steph, of Klay Thompson. I mean, he really... Uh, it's hard to miss shots when he's on fire. Uh, D'Lo is really, really good uh, and can really just knock down anything. But it's going to be which D'Angelo Russell do we see? Do we see the uh, the streaky shooter who can't knock anything down? Or do we uh, do we see the D'Lo who showed up in Memphis game six who just could not miss? Yeah, I, I just I really, really consider him an X factor. Uh, again, the Lakers are not a great outside shooting team. They need D'Lo to, to have a good series against Golden State. That's just absolutely imperative. He, he is how he plays could be a big factor in influencing the outcome. And Hannah, I'm going to shock you with this. I think another big potential player on, in this series is Malik Beasley. The Lakers need three-point shooting, Hannah. It's time for Malik Beasley to shut, you know, to sh- kind of get rid of that rust and, 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 and step up and hit some three-point shots. Because if he can be the Malik Beasley we thought we got when we traded for him or even close to it, if he can come in and, and, and bring some energy and knock down two or three three-pointers when we need it, that could be a big, big factor in this series. Oh, absolutely. I mean, listen, in order to try to 
keep up with the the Warriors offense, which is almost nearly impossible. We're going to need everyone to come in and put on their best offensive performance. But dad, while the Lakers offense, you know, obviously hitting their shots is important. They've really uh, notoriously been known, especially lately, for their defense. I mean, if you just look at that game six, the Lakers honestly put on like a defensive master class. Uh, They blocked 26 shots in that six game series. And AD, of course, was a big part of that. But I really think, well, I agree with you, you know, it's going to take all of our guys to uh, to knock down their shots, but it's really going to come down to to the Lakers' defense. And if they're locked in defensively, I just truly, I mean, maybe call me crazy, but I just have a feeling this team is just is, is unbeatable, unbeatable. I mean, they're the hottest team in the league right now. Uh, they won 14 of their last 18 games. Uh, LeBron, I don't want to jinx anything here, but LeBron and AD, when both healthy, are unbeatable in the, the playoffs. Yeah, Hannah, again, uh, I think the Golden State Warriors deserve to be the favorites here. They are the defending champs, and until somebody beats them, they're going to always be the defending champs. But that said, I'm quietly confident about the Lakers. Uh, you know you know what you're going to get from Austin Reeves. You know what you're going to get from LeBron James. You know, you hope you see the best version of Anthony Davis. You know what you're getting from Jared Vanderbilt. You know, the X factors, again, uh, you know, D'Lo... Beasley could be important in this series. Maybe even Troy Brown. You know, for this, this is a different team than the Memphis Grizzlies. There's different uh, components that you need, and Troy Brown might match up well with some of these guys, such as an Andrew Wiggins. They're about the same size. Uh, you know, so again, I'm quietly confident about this, but the keys are again. Don't let Steph Curry beat you. Make somebody else on this team beat you and then keep them off the offensive glass. You know, you don't want giving them, you know, two and three shots every time they're going down the the court. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny because a lot of people are really excited about this matchup in particular. It feels like LeBron and and Steph have always had this, not rivalry, but they faced off in the playoffs a ton, actually five times. Um, Obviously, uh, they actually faced off in four straight NBA finals from 2015 to uh, to 2018. So this is no uh, first rodeo for uh, Steph and LeBron facing each other in the playoffs, but it is the first time that the Warriors and the Lakers are going to be playing each other in the playoffs uh, since LeBron James has come. So I think a lot of people are really excited about this. Obviously, you know, two California teams, two of the best players to ever play basketball, of course, in Steph Curry and LeBron James facing up. Two very respectful teams, too. I think that's a, a big difference in the Warriors and the Memphis Grizzlies. Obviously, Memphis Grizzlies was all talk, a very disrespectful team. But, you know, it's totally different with the Warriors. They're a very classy, respectful team, respectful franchise. And uh, it's going to be a, a, a big exciting matchup I personally am very excited for this one I think it's going to be intense it's going to be fighting tooth or nail but dad I tend to agree with you I do think that I'm quietly confident in our purple and gold I think if we can just really focus if we can really lock down on the defensive end I truly truly believe the Lakers can get this done so let's end this uh the show making some predictions here who do you think's gonna come out on top the Lakers or the Warriors and in how many games Hannah, I'm going to go with the Lakers, and I'm going to say uh, either six or seven. I, if I have to make a commitment, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say six. Okay, that's actually exactly what I was going to say. I feel pretty confident in this Lakers team. I think they're going to split uh, one of the first two, like they did in Memphis. I think they can take care of home court. Uh, like I said earlier, the Lakers actually won all three of their matchups against the Warriors since this new look take uh, new look Laker team was formed after the uh, the trade deadlines. They went three and one in the regular season against them. 
So I agree with you, Dad. I think the Lakers can come out on top. I definitely think it's going to take um, at least six or seven games. It's going to be a tough matchup, but at the end of the day... Dad, I have a lot of confidence in this purple and gold team. I think they can truly beat anyone if they are playing their best basketball. And if you take a look at LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and this squad, they are hungry. They know this is a special team. They have a very, very good opportunity to really make a wave in the playoffs and actually make a wave at a championship. So... I think you're right, Dad. Six or seven games, Lakers will come out on top. But Laker fam, I want to hear from you. What do you think against this matchup? Lakers versus Warriors. Who do you think is going to come out on top? And if so, uh, how many games do you think this series will last? You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. And of course, you can also always message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker Han and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.